All right, you have your Bible with you this morning. You hold it in the air and wave it like you just do care or your app, whatever. It'll be on the screen if you don't. I've got one verse, and I'm only going to use the latter half of that verse. I'll get to it in a minute. I'll get to it in a minute. All right, start a new series this morning. We just, we just I, I don't know if we started this a couple years ago. We just dubbed it one, uh, Christmas at One uh, because I, I don't know so much about a theme. I, I, uh, I am going to talk to you a little more in depth this Christmas season on the subject of giving and receiving, all right? I want to talk to you about giving and receiving, but it's just got Christmas time. I got a couple, three messages that we will, we will talk and we'll move into our, our, our new year and hopefully we'll be downtown and I'll have, the next series will be uh, titled Four and I want to go back and, and remind you what we're really here for uh, and what we're all about at one and the DNA of who we are. But for now, let's just celebrate Christmas. Let's, let's, just, let's just press into this moment. I had a kid. Wednesday night, it was part of, it's part of our children's ministry. Actually, she's a PK, and uh, she, she could not, she wanted to confirm, wanted to, and, and I know it runs deep in their DNA to be, uh, they think they know, what every, they know it all. Um, and uh, so uh, we're, we're connected, family like that. She wanted to know that, why was she told that Jesus was not born in December or at Christmas time? And uh, it was kind of, you know, it was, kind of weird because I want to make sure that I, I tell the truth, but it's okay we celebrate Christmas as the birth of Jesus. Uh, I get that, but technically it really wasn't at Christmas time. It really wasn't even winter. They believe it was around, uh, it would have been like our springtime, all right, that he was actually born. Uh, and I know this is going to mess somebody up. I don't know why I'm chasing this rabbit, but I won't run it off the cliff. Uh, <clears throat> it, he, and when you read the story, when the, when the wise men come to him, he, he was probably already older. He was not, he was probably not a little bitty baby, and, and there's all kind of things like that, but we, 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 we begin to traditionalize, um, and, and I'm okay with that. I'm okay with Christmas trees, and I'm okay, and I, you can give me my present. I know you got it ready for me. I'm, I'm good with all of that, and I'm good with Santa Claus. He, he and I are tight like that. I got, I got no issue, but I do want to speak the truth, and, and uh, she was, she was uh, it's one of the Martin girls. I'm going to go ahead and throw it out there, too. <laughs> She was pretty dogmatic that it's Christmas time, and, and uh, I love that, though. I, I, I love talking about it. I love inquisitive. I love, I love the tradition of Christmas. But I also think about sometimes that we need to be reminded because we get caught up, or at least I do, and it's easy. Just like the song selection today is perfect and on time, and we never, ever, ever, we never uh, go over each other's notes. We never say, hey, what are you what are you doing? Sometimes he'll say, what are you going to do? I'm trying to figure out an invitation song. You know, he's like, sometimes like that, but, and it's just really cool to watch it kind of line up, and, and uh, because I want to talk about the love of God this morning is kind of the main theme, and so you just heard that talk, all those songs, and about the joy in the world, and about his, his fierce, how he, he chases us down, and how to tear down a light, he'll, he'll light up a shadow, and how his love is endless, and, and, we, and we, we sometimes, we sometimes, like the last song, we get caught up in life, and we kind of get away from our first love. We, we, we kind of drift. And it's easy to do. It's just like being at the beach. You've heard this illustration a million times. You, 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 you go into the ocean, whatever ocean you go into, you go into that ocean right by, right directly in front of your, your chairs and, and umbrella and, and cooler and, and all that good stuff. But next thing you know, having fun, you look up and you've drifted way off course. You're nowhere near. Or you've got your kids and you're hollering, get back, I'm over this way. It, it happens to us. And so I want to take a few moments, uh, at least a few weeks, and just kind of refocus on really what is this season about. And, and to be honest with you, it is really about giving and receiving. I know we celebrate that, and, and, uh, and we do it in a traditional way with presents. And, and I, I, but I, it's no different than the very first Christmas, no matter when it was. It still was the first Christmas, and it still was about giving and receiving, all right? It was, it was when, the, when the time was full, when perfect and everything that the, the Lord come forth it, and and we know that and we know that he is to be called Emmanuel because he will be with us and we, we know all those stories but sometimes knowing all those stories we miss that that main thing that is just about his love and so I want to talk to you about that this morning before I tell you the text I, 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 I wondered as I was preparing for several weeks now this message how many of you how many of you have bought all your gifts already for those of you who buy gifts, anybody here this morning, have you bought all your gifts? Okay, I mean, has somebody bought a gift? Have you got at least a gift? A hand, let me say a hand. Good Lord, thank you. All right. Uh, I was like, you're getting, you're getting down to the wire here, you know what I'm saying? All right, because you've got to have plenty of time to get mine, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 all right. 
So how many of you, how many of you, and you don't have to raise your hand, but I, I want you to think about this because I thought about it and I wanted somebody else to suffer with me. How many of you struggle to find that perfect gift? I mean, you, you know, especially the longer you live, the longer you live, the older the, the, you know, the kids get or you get or the longer you're married and you, you know each other better, yes, but, but you really struggle to get that, like, or you eventually get it like, what do I get her? You know, I've, I, I, I've got, you know, what else do they need, you know, what else, what else can I possibly, what, what, what is it, and so we, we stress over that, and then, and then on the other side of that, I find myself often, and I, I, my girls are teenagers, all right, and uh, I love, I love this, I love this, uh, <laughs> they've sent their list, I love Addie, man, I mean, listen, she, she, she gets it honest, she, she not only sent a digital list with links to each thing, she went back and prioritized it, you know what I'm saying? and sent the digital link to each one of those in a prioritized manner, right? And, and so we, we do that. We go through that. We try to think about what are we going to get. But I often wonder, as I was growing up, I used to be the exact same way. It was not digital. It was no technology. I'm an 80s kid, uh, born in 75. And, and I, I mean, I would get excited. We'd get the, we'd get the big uh, JCPenney catalog. Do you remember that, right? We, we got some fancy catalog in the mail the other day, and, and now it's all... Uh, neat and got little stickers and the kid can go through it and take a sticker and put it by this man we had to go in with a pen and, and make sure we circled real big and be like look there mom look there dad and we'd get really excited and we'd go through there and we'd make our wish list and we'd circle and we'd make sure we laid it you know my brother and I would make sure we put it right where they could see it we'd let our grandmas know and, and all this good stuff and and, uh, and, and was really excited, really excited about it. But they would come time for us to go to our family gatherings. Stay with me. I'm going somewhere, I promise. I'm not just kind of reliving my, my childhood. Um, we would go to my grandmother's or it'd be Christmas Day at our house. We, we normally celebrated Christmas on Christmas Eve. We'd get to open most of our presents because we'd go. We had so many different places to go. My dad was a product of a divorce, and so we had grandparents, his, his, his stepmom and dad. And, and, you know, I didn't understand. I was just like, man, the more, more, the more the merrier, more gifts I get. You know what I'm saying? More food to eat, right? And so but we split all those places up that by the time we got back on a on a Christmas Eve to our house to get settled down. It'd be really late, and we'd always, they'd always give in, and we'd open most of them and get up Christmas morning. But there were, there were several times that either at my home uh, or at my grandparents that I would, I would I, I know very clearly I communicated. It wasn't a digital prioritized link shared list, but I clearly communicated what I wanted, whether it was the He-Man, Castle Grayskull, or the latest BMX. I mean, I have the skateboard. I, 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 I shared exactly what I wanted, but I opened a present. Now, my dad's mom worked at this store called Garrett's. Anybody remember Garrett's? It's a, it's a, a, a um, living area now at the university. Garrett's was an incredible store. It's the only reason I had name brand clothes uh, growing up, because she got a clothing allowance there. But I would open these presents, and I, and I, knew, I know that I communicated very clearly what I wanted, but I'd open that gift, and, and that, as my nanny Ruth says, that'd be Jim Brown, if it would not be socks and underwear, and so I would be like, what's the deal, right, I mean, I'd be superly, I would just be disappointed, now, so I wondered as I was thinking about this message as we intro our, our Christmas at one in this, this series, did anybody else have that same experience, did you have that experience, have you had that same experience, it's like, nobody wants to admit they get socks and underwear, nobody wants to admit, maybe you don't wear them, I don't know, I mean, whatever, whatever what you vote, I guess. Right? I mean, but I'd be so disappointed. I'd be so disappointed. The longer I live, the more I understand the principle of that, though. You see, I, it, it's not about Christmas, but here recently, and I've, I've given them a hard time, especially Sandra, uh, we, we don't really do gifts. We don't really celebrate. We celebrate, but we don't do it in the way of exchanging flowers and, and, and gifts. And we, most of the time, focus on the kids or buy something big in the house or we need a new TV or something like that. But so my birthday's in September, <laughs> I've given her a hard time about this, but every time, I, I'm always trying to get her something, right? And I'll always do it this way, it's from the girls, right? And we do, now that they're older, we, we collaborate, right? <laughs> Vanilla ice. We collaborate, and, uh, sorry, ADD, and, and we, we get, but now it comes my birthday, I'm, I'm like this, no, you don't have to get me nothing, don't worry about it, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, man, hope you give me something. You know, they know the things I really like. And so on my birthday, <laughs> I come into the living room and on the coffee table in front of the couch, there is a stack of four or five, watch this, work gloves. You know what I'm saying? Like work gloves. I'm like, those are great. I love them. And I'm, and I'm giving her such a hard time for, for her birthday. Mine in September, hers is October. I know we're talking about Christmas. We're talking about gifts. We're talking about giving and receiving. I tried my best. I know she's a fanatic for Clemson uh, and, and all that good stuff. Our, our blood runs orange. So we try to compile some nice things that she needed, hoodies, hats, stuff, all that good stuff. Not work gloves. 
Not a box of pencils, teacher. You know what I mean? It, 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 well, now listen to me, listen to me, because you're going to think I'm just picking, and I do pick on my kids and my wife a lot. But it's like those socks and underwear. I was so disappointed when I opened that. I mean, I, I knew they, 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 they saw that, 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 that that's what I wanted, and I circled it, and I, made, I, was really, and I, tore, I made sure they understood, but I got socks and I got underwear. And it's just like those gloves. You see, you can't really appreciate those kind of things until you need those things. I mean, I, I, can't, tell you, I can't tell you how many pair of gloves we go through if I help Heath, right? I, 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 the, the, the one pair that she got is a little more expensive with the Velcro and the neoprene and the little th- bumpy things and, look and they look cool and all that good stuff. I even used them yesterday to pull weeds out of the church parking lot and property and stuff. And so they, they're, but see, I've had a couple of occasions where I am prideful and I will not let Heath give me a pair. Because he, if you hang out with Heath long enough, you realize this, he's got about five of everything in the situation, right? And normally he's got them somewhere on him, you know. He's like, hold on a minute. Hold, wait a minute. I got, I got a glove right here. Hold on. And, uh, but I won't let him. And so I've had long days. My hands will be raw because the gloves I had on were absolutely wore out. I've had days where I've gone to pick up a log and throw it on my shoulder and the whole seat of my underwear were boxers. I'm sharing that with you. It's a little much information, right? And, and the whole seat of them go rip right out. Not my pants, thank God. I mean, you don't realize how important or how much you can really appreciate something until you don't have those things. And so in this Christmas season, we get caught up and we, we're trying to get the perfect gift and we're trying to, we want to make sure we get this right. But we also, on the flip side of that, we want, we want to make sure that what we receive is good too. And to be honest with you, it is no different than the very first Christmas. Now, I know that I'm being comical, I'm being very honest, but very comical with you, right, to get you engaged. But it was no different in the first Christmas. You see, the people, they were looking, they, they, they were looking for what they wanted, what they wanted was a Messiah that would roll in and have this huge army uh, behind him and that he would set up and that he would rule and that he would lead with an iron fist and he would overturn all of the Roman Empire and that they would have their rightful spot. They were looking for their king to come in. But what, what they wanted was not what they listened to me. Here's our transition. It was not what they needed. So sometimes what you want is not what you need, and there is a vast difference between the two. And so what God knew is that that this is what they want, but what they needed and what they got was relationship through love, not a ruler through his leadership. And oftentimes we find ourselves in the same situation that that we find ourselves saying, "This this this is what we want not realizing this is what we really need. And I can promise you, just like socks and underwear, which is what I thought about titling this message, or work gloves, you really sometimes do not know how to appreciate those things until you absolutely don't have them. And it leads me to our text this morning. Hopefully you still got your Bible where you can turn. If you not look on the screen in Galatians, Galatians chapter 5, verse 6. Galatians chapter 5, verse 6. I'm only going to read the last little part of this verse of Scripture. Galatians 5, verse 6. Let me set it in context. Galatians 5, 6. It'll be up there in just a moment. Let me set it in context. This, is the same, this whole concept led me to this. In this little section of the letter to the church at Galatia, Paul is writing, and, 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 and now stay with me and bear with me for a moment, okay? Take yourself back to biblical times. What he was trying to get them to understand was freedom. And what they were arguing over was whether they were to be circumcised or to be uncircumcised. And he's like, wait a minute, we, we're way past that. You see, they were still, still battling over this thing, just like we all do. Is it, is it what I want or is it what I need? Because surely it's got to be about rules and it's got to be about this and it's got to be that and I've got to do. And he said, whoa, 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 no, he said, you're free. And it's not about those things and, 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 and it's crazy to think about it, but, but that's just how religion works. And it's about giving and receiving. He's like, wait a minute, no, you, you've, been, you've been made free. And, he, and, and I love what he says, this last little half of the verse in uh, uh, chapter 5, verse 6. I love what, what he says. He says he's talking about freedom. He's talking about it's not about, it's not about that. It's about relationship. It's about love. And, and I want you to listen to what he says. He says, what is important, church, this is, what is important is faith expressing itself in love. What is important 
is faith expressing itself in love. And might I say to you this morning or those watching and listening or later in the week as well that you can express your faith outside of love. You can't, you can't even have what you call faith without love. It didn't, work, it didn't work that way. And so the whole concept of giving and receiving is this. And listen, we love to get. We love to receive. We love to receive. And, and, and the, the difficult part is, is actually giving it back out. The problem is, I believe, for a lot of people is they, they've never truly, listen to me, they've never truly experienced radical, life-changing, I mean, world-rocking love of God. They, they just never experienced it. I mean, you think you have. You, 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 you know, you, you, we had this discussion uh, in a car after school one day with my girls, and, and I love as they're getting older, the conversations get deeper, and they're talking about, you know, how people uh, really, let me just put it in my terms, they, they kind of front. And, and, and they're, they're saying that, you know, certain people call themselves this, but they're not this. And I said, well, it's the same way in Christianity. There's a lot of people that say, and, and Addie was like, well, well, if they call themselves a Christian, Christ is in the name. No, 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 sweetie. I got 20 years of this stuff, right? There are a lot of people that call themselves Christians, but they really, really are not truly Christians. They've never experienced the radical shift of God in that it loved. Now, I'm not talking about ushy-gushy and chicken skin and like, oh, gosh, this is my boo-boo. I love. No, 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 no. There's another Greek word for that. That's the, there are different uh, areas of love, all right? Okay? Uh, uh, that's not what I'm talking I'm talking about that sacrificial, that love that's like, hey, I, he loves me. And so most of us, the reason we struggle, hey, we can take this to a very elementary place. The reason you struggle in relationships, the reason you struggle at the holidays, the reason you struggle at all can be traced back to probably something that you did not have that you lost or some abuse. or so, There's something in there that's broken, right? And I'm not criticizing or being bad. I'm talking about let's identify that. Let's address that. Let's bring that into the light. And let's say, hey, God, here it is. And let's experience that love, that vast love that will cover all of the sin. And, 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 and yet Paul is saying, listen, you're free and you don't have to worry about all of this stuff. Don't, it is not about the perfect gift. It's not about if it's just right. It's not even about what you want. It's about what you need. And sometimes you don't have a clue really what you need and what the world needs. This is so much more than a song. What the world really needs is love, but not the worldly kind of love. The love of Christ, the love of God. This is what Paul is talking about. He said, you and I have got to experience his love. Let me just kind of give you a refresher because some of you are going, I've heard that preacher. I've heard that. Well, I mean... I still see people living outside of it. I read your post, right? Block me if you don't want me to see the garbage. Unfriend me. People still struggle. If you say, I get it. No, but listen, this is what kind of love he's talking about. He's talking about if you and I are going to be in this business of giving and receiving, before we can ever give it, we've got to receive it. We've got to experience it. And what kind of experience, what kind of love are you talking about? I'm talking about an undeserved, undeserved. An unearned and an unconditional love. You didn't do anything. Listen, I, I get it. I, I, I've been challenged down through the years from those that come from different denomination or non-denominational, especially when I was in the Southern Baptist realm and, and was just straight out of seminary and was just programmed and all this good stuff. And I don't believe like that now. I believe the Bible. I had to go back and search out, like, why do I believe that? Do I believe that because I've been taught that? Or do I believe that? Because the Bible actually says that, right? And the Holy Ghost kind of convicts that. And so don't, don't get it twisted here. But I've always heard these people say, listen, don't talk about being unworthy. Don't talk. You're a saint in God now that you're saved. Yes, but I still understand the concept that the Word tells me that He loved me first. I didn't love Him. I didn't deserve that kind of love. I am selfish and self-centered. I am a narcissist at, at the core of who I am. I am only about myself. And I challenge you, as I do any time I bring this subject up, think about that the next time your alarm clock goes off. What is the first thing you think about? Not about, hey, I'm getting up, I'm going to, yes, the Lord saved me and set me free, let's go. No, you'll do like I did this morning. I'm war slamming out. And I've never done this. I make it a big point to point out in my house, a big thing, that I only set one alarm. I set one. Well, this morning when that one went off, I reached over there and I rolled it 15 more minutes. And I've never done that. Mother Nature was calling, so I didn't get those 15 minutes. So I challenge you. You say, I'm not selfish. I'm not self-centered. 
It's, un, it's undeserved. Now, I understand I'm worthy in him. I understand that I am a child of God. Now, I understand that, and I'm trying to walk that out. But most days, I don't feel like that. So you may not feel like you are worthy of that love. So understand and experience the love that's undeserved. You, 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 just, you, you don't deserve it, but you just love. He loves. We live in a world where most of the time, in order to give love, you had to get love. In order to do something back, you had to have something done to you. You scratch my back, I'll scratch your back. This is not what he's talking about. This is not the Christmas spirit. This is not the spirit that's 365, 4, 10, 20. All, it, 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 that's not what he's talking about. This is not the life that God calls us to. It's to experience an undeserved, an unearned. You can't do a thing. You listen to those lyrics. You didn't do anything. I told you this story before. It, it bears repeating. I, I was with a gentleman trying to lead him to the Lord, and, and his family uh, were close to my family, part of who I pastored. This is years ago. Uh, and at one point in his life, they said he was in church. He was, he was an older man. I discovered that he had cancer, and he had to have that cancer removed. It's a huge tumor, and he, was, he had to have that. And, and so he, they asked me to come and pray with him, and I visited with him and prayed with him. We'd talk about the Lord, and he'd, he would listen to me. He's he nice and respectful to me and all this good stuff. Never had the opportunity to say, hey, did, did you ever remember, and do you remember, and anything about Jesus, and this is who he is. And I, I mean, I tried my best and all this good stuff. And, then, and so he's facing that surgery. He's really scared before he faces that major surgery. He faces that surgery. The doctors come in, and, and then they, you know, they have me come in, and, and, and we're, we're talking about it. And he's, he's kind of, you know, he's, this is, as he's waking up and coming out of that, and he goes, and I, he said, I, I told you, preacher, I'd be okay. Not one time, not one time thanking God. Thinking that he did that, that, that through science and through doctors, and sure they did, sure they removed that. But let me remind you of something When's the last time you have checked? And I, I think it's pretty cool that God put us on a specific axis. One degree, other, or the other. We'd either burn or we'd freeze. I don't know the last time that you created oxygen or picked up dirt and made something from it. I don't know the last time. That you, I mean, you, 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 don't, you, you can't earn it. You can't do anything. He just loves you. This is the kind of love he's talking about. This is, this is, this is what giving is, and receiving is about. It's about receiving and experiencing this kind of love. It's the love that's undeserved and unearned, and it is unconditional. Thank God it is unconditional. Man, I, I find myself often, often, in need of that unconditional love. And I find myself often, you're listening to I find myself often, if you do life with me, and most of you do, and do it in a, in a close manner, I get worked up really, really quick, really, really easy. I'm very, very emotional, very high-strung. Um, I wear my feelings. I don't, I don't mix words. I don't hide anything. I don't, if you got a secret, don't tell me because I'm going to tell it. Uh, and I ain't about secret. Don't come to me and say, well, some people are. No, 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 unless you're going to tell me them some people. Don't even tell me that. I don't roll that way. And I just get worked up, and I get worked up so easy. And sometimes, sometimes it's a good thing, but sometimes it's a really bad thing, and it's kind of like my Achilles heel. It'll, it'll cause me to find myself speaking before I think or speaking from emotion. And start, and, instead of actually taking a moment and responding, I just react. And I find myself often, and maybe you don't find yourself there, I find myself often being reminded, even as recent as last night, all by myself, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking things in my brain, and I'm, I'm reminded Man, and, I, and that's why I wear one of the bracelets that I wear that my girls got. It, it's, it, it is he would love first. He loves me. It's unconditional love. And if I'm going to be a, a subject of that unconditional love, I've got to be a person of that, of unconditional love. And it's so tough. It's so tough. I mean, this is the kind of love he's talking about. This is, this is what Christmas is about. You can think of any words you want to think and say, I'll describe Christmas like this. No, man, I, those are great other words, but I'm telling you, it boils down to he loved us. For God so loved the world. I don't ever get it twisted. He loves you. And listen, he loves you. It's undeserved. It's unearned. It's unconditional. Let me, let me put it to you a real, real, really simple way. The love of God, it's wide enough to include everyone. It's wide enough to include everyone, including you. Red, yellow, black, white, light, blonde, 
lily white, pink, polka dot. You'll get what I'm saying? They're all precious in his sight. Man, his love is wide enough. I, yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, the one that cut you off in traffic the other day. Yeah. Or the family member that drives you crazy. And listen, I've got them. I mean, just as recent as last night, I was like, uh, all family can drive you crazy. And I don't mean my wife or my daughters. It's wide enough to include everyone. It's long enough, listen to me, this love that I want you to experience and walk in every day, it's long enough to last for eternity. It's not like the world's love. It's not fickle. It's not up and down. It's not emotional. It's just not emotional. It's not driven. It, it, it brings with it emotion, but it, God's love's not emotional. You imagine one day if God woke up on the wrong side of the bed. I mean, it says he neither sleeps nor slumber, so he doesn't really wake up, but kind of stay with me for a minute. He woke up on the wrong side of the bed, and you said something that you weren't supposed to say to him. He's like, all right, but I'll show you. Zapow, done. He's not fickle. He's not up and down and all around. He's not... He's not, I'm having a good day because everything's going my way. I love because I feel loved. No. He said, while you were yet in your sin, Christ died for you. Man, I'd say that's loving you in spite. And I promise you, it's wide enough to include everyone, including you. It's long enough to last forever, even in your mistakes, freckles, faults, and failures. He loves you. And it's deep enough to handle anything. It is deep enough to handle anything, the good, the bad, and the ugly. Life is not always going to be rainbows, sunny days with a rainbow, no rain, perfect weather, everything goes just right, everything's perfect. It's just not life, it's not life. And, and you got to understand that he doesn't go up and down, he doesn't move around, that he is steadfast, that he's love. Literally, that he is love and that that love is deep enough to handle anything. So I don't know what you're going through and what you're facing. I know this time of year, is a, there is a heightened sense of depression and, and loneliness and suicide rates go up and, 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 and all those emotions get, I don't know what you're going through. I'm not suggesting anyone here is like that. I'm just suggesting to you this morning that if you are facing that or you think, I wish I could get this or I wish I could do that, you're worried about if it's just going to be socks and underwear or if it's going to be, listen, God's love is deep enough to handle anything, the good, the bad, and the ugly. He loves us that much. That love that he's talking about, expressing your faith in, is a love that you and I have got to experience. And you won't experience it nowhere else in this world. You will not experience it anywhere else in this world. And when you do, you listening to me say amen. Hmm. When you do, this is... This is what Paul's talking about. He goes, he goes listen, stop, stop worrying about all of these things. You see, if, you, if you'll embrace and experience the, the love that, 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 that's captured in these books, this one, 66 books, this one whole book, the Bible, the B-I-B-L-E, the book for you and me, if you'll, if, you'll, if you'll experience it, I promise you it will empower you. When you, when you grasp, when you, and, and some, for some of you it just takes a journey to get this, Right? So stay the course. Don't give up. Don't turn around. Don't back up. Stay the course. Life has a way of showing you, and wisdom comes through experience. It's not just about knowledge, but, but if you'll stay the course, you'll, you'll begin to understand that there is nothing too deep. He is not fickle, and that he is unconditional because you didn't deserve it. You don't earn it, and you don't do anything. He just says, I love you, and he will stay with you. He'll never leave you nor forsake you. And you'll begin to, listen to me, you'll begin to get empowered. You'll begin to understand that this love that he gives us, that we experience, it empowers us. Man, the reason, I, I'm, being, I, I'm being very transparent with you. There is a lot of times, I mean, just as recent as last night, no joke, that, that if I responded the way I wanted, I, this, is, this was my thought. You, you with me? Can we, can we just be real, the real, real? Here was my thought last night as I drove up the road by myself. I, I, I wanted to go uh, get a cold drink and uh, a Sprite Zero, by the way, that's what I'm talking about. All right, that's the six-pack I drink nowadays. And don't write me later and tell me about the fake sugar in it, all right, please. All right, if I'm going to go out, let me go out with it. But this is the thought I had as I wrote up the, as I was on the road from some of my, this is a, a response to some mess in my family. Here's what I'm saying to myself. I guess I just got to take it again. 
I'm the preacher. I can't say what I want to say, and I, I can't do what I want to do. I wish I could post that. I'd really let them know. If I could find them, I'd really let him know. Those are my thoughts. As I'm hoping the store's still open for a cold drink. And yes, on my way to the store in there, I was looking around to see if I saw that other vehicle. Right? These are the, these are the thoughts. And, and so I, I want you to understand that, but that in that moment, in that moment, so we look for it like for him to paint something in the sky to give us this big sign and in that moment it was as simple as the very low key that my, my radio is down really low because I'm real funny about Christmas music okay don't judge me I love it but in a dose or two you know what I mean not in like dump the whole thing and waterboard me with it you know what I'm saying like okay but, but just this little low streaming songs on there that means so much to me He's got perfect timing. He's got perfect timing. So I don't know what you're frustrated with. I don't know what you're fatigued in. I don't know what's going on. I don't don't know what has seemingly failed you, but I want you to understand he is faithful. And this kind of love that I'm trying to share with you is, I mean, a real love that I know what I'm talking about, not just based off the truth, but because, man, I live it every day. You got to get past those thoughts of, I guess I just got to take it again. I'm the good kid. He's the preacher now. He can't really show out anymore. Yeah, that's pretty much true. Because I've been saved and set free by the love of God. And I don't live on my own anymore. I don't live to my own anymore. I don't live for myself anymore. I live for a higher calling. It's the same thing for you. It's giving and receiving. This is Christmas. It's giving and receiving. And so the thing that makes it so hard, though, listen to me, is that we don't truly experience this love. We take it for granted. We get caught up in the rat race, right? Please, I'm not, I'm not talking down to you. I'm, I'm being really transparent with you. Same thing with the church. I can get so caught. If I, if, if, listen, easy. It's easy for me to go. Man, as I, I, yesterday I had rolled. I had, listen, I had cut enough paint in and rolled enough. I'm going outside to pull a weed, right? I'm going to work at a church, but I've had enough painting. And it'd be easy to go, man, what am I doing all this? What, what am I? And I, I look, you didn't make me go up there and do that. I chose to get up and do that. And so easy to drift. Why? Because listen to me, here, 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 here's the application of, of the message this morning. Oh, it is much easier to receive than it is to give. It's easy to receive. But when he calls us, like, when he calls us back, See, it's, it, uh, the sermon's good, right? The sermon's good. Like, he loves me. I don't deserve it. I understand it. He loves me. His grace is sufficient. He'll never leave me. His, his love is long enough. He, he's unconditional in that love. It's for eternity. It's deep enough to cover all my mess. He loves me and loves everyone, even my mess. That's good, right? But watch this. Now, Paul, he says, express your faith in that love. So I want you to truly experience that love, but see, that's, not, that's, that's just not it. So it's not just like, I'm saved now, I've been baptized, I'm good, I'm going to glory, hey, amen, right? No, no, no. See, th- this life that he calls us to is even in the ebb and the flow and the ups and the downs and the, and the good, the bad, and the ugly that we are reminded, even if it's just a low-key song and we get over ourselves and we're brought back to this place of love, that, that first love, that it doesn't matter if it's the perfect gift. It doesn't matter that it's not what we wanted. It's what we needed in that moment to experience that kind of love that empowers me to do what? To give. How? To give. To express his love. So Christmas is about he expressed his love for us by sending his son to die for us. Undeserved, unearned, unconditional. You ain't taking my youngin. I'm not giving my kid up for you. I'm not losing my family for you. I'm not going to miss a ball game with one of my children for anybody. I'm not going to do it. Now, I love you. I'll be there. I'll be there when I get there. I'll do my best to serve you, and I love you like that, but I'm not going to sacrifice. But God said this. He said, I'm going to give him, and they're going to kill him. 
and you're going to take them for granted. And I'm talking to myself. So it's one thing to experience that. See, this is the thing. It's, it's, it's easy when we get, oh, this is great, I love it. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. Give, give me, give me, give me, give me. But when he says, hey, I need you to reciprocate that. I need you to, to, to let that back out. Man, it's a whole different ballgame. Man, you mean I got to love them? You don't know what they did to me. You don't know how much I, listen, I'm telling you this is, I experienced this, I'm telling you last night, and God knew I was preaching this message, you know those songs, I'm telling you, I, I sit there last night, I said, after everything I have done, ugh, you know how much money, you know how much time, you know how much heartache, and that little, little, that little Christmas carol about Jesus. The verse in this message come back. It's not just about the experience, it's about the expression. You see, he empowers us to extend and express that love to the world around us. That's what he does. Can I, can I give you a side reference here? I love what James wrote. James chapter 2, verses 19 20. Not on the screen, just listen to me. James says this about it. You say you have faith. I'm a Christian. Yes. Woo, praise the Lord. Hallelujah, Jesus. Shababa. Right? You say you have faith, or you believe that there is one God? Good for you. I like that smart aleck little good for you. I just like that. Mm, you know what I'm saying? Good for you. Even the demons believe this. And they tremble in terror. How foolish. Can't you see that faith without good deeds is useless? And Paul said to the church, don't be worried about all the rules and the regulations. And all. It's about the relationship. It's not about what you think you want. It's about what you need. And what you need is to experience the love of God. And once you experience that real love of God, you can't help but express that love. Even in your weak moments, he reminds you through the Holy Ghost that lives inside you and the spirit that tarries around us to say, you are an expression of my love. Giving and receiving. That's what Christmas is about. Giving and receiving. So why don't we take an offering up? Why don't we ask the volunteers to serve with those beautifully loud, crazy, wild, rambunctious your kids back there? We still rock the nursery on our Sunday, by the way, Pastor Bradley. The total of what? Two, maybe? Three? Yeah, so we rocked. We rocked it, right? You say, well, how do I express this? Let, 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 me, let, me, let, me, let, me, let me land a plane. Stay with me. Say with me, amen? amen. <laughs> okay, all right. James said, listen, it's useless. Paul said, this is what's really important. It's to express your faith that you give what you've received in love. I thought about another verse as well. John would write, he would, he would write in 1 John, uh, chapter 4, and I'm paraphrased because some of you, like, we struggle with this. I struggle with this. It, it's something like this. It says, if you say you love God, but you have hatred for your brother, I mean, if you say that you love God, a God that you can see, cannot see, but you say you dislike or you have hatred or you have a problem with that person that you can see, you're a liar. I didn't say it, so don't get mad at me. I struggle with it because I would, I would just as soon take those other verses and check those people off. But in entirety, it's how you have to take the Bible. I've been told this my whole life. When I write you a prescription, Pastor, you are to take every pill in that prescription. If you don't, no wonder you're still sick. Or if you don't take it like I tell you to take it, no wonder you're still struggling with that. Sound familiar? Because we love to pick and choose. Or we get it out of context. Giving and receiving. Come on, because it's so easy to receive, but it is hard to give. And he says this. He says, this is what is important, that you express your faith. This is what Christmas is about. It's not about that perfect gift. It's not even about what they want. It's about what they need. And sometimes we lose sight of what we really need. That's what I'm going to tell mine. We'll make, sure, hey, we'll make sure we write that down and put that under the tree. You know what I'm saying? So on Christmas morning, they'll remind of that, okay? It's not about what you wanted about what you needed, okay, all right? You'd express that. How do I do that? I mean, it's real simple. There's, there's no rocket science to it. It's, 
It's just simple. The very word for express, the very, I don't have to give you the Greek and break it all. I just, it's just, it, it, listen, two things. You just show it. You show it. You've got to show the world. That's why I said you can't be wrong with man and right with God. If you say you love God and then you, you can't. James says, listen, you say you're a Christian and you don't do anything. When's the last time you give anything? I mean, give anything. I'm, t- I'm talking sacrificial. I know you receive. I know you come and you sit, you get fed, you get full. Listen, just imagine if you just took it in and took it in and took it in and it didn't go out. Eventually, you're going to pop. And the way that looks in most churches is they just drop off or move to another church. I mean, the one that kills me is like this. The one that kills me is there's, 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 not, there's really not enough uh, children's ministry or there's not enough boys in there and we're going to take our boys somewhere uh, If you see a need, get in there and give it. You see a need, jump in there and do it. You know why the Samaritan is, listen, he had to give. I love what Levi Lesko said at Elevation this past Sunday. Listen, the reason he's so well remembered is because he did more than just stop. Man, he paid for it. He done something. He gives something. It's easy to receive at Christmas time. It is hard to give. Hey, it's easy to receive year-round. It is hard to give year-round. But you've been called to experience the love and then express the love. You're to get it in and give it out. One hand to receive, one hand to give. What do you do? I just show the world I love them. I show them. Now, listen to me, because I don't want you to go, he, he's gonna, we're going to find him out in front of Walmart later, and he's going to be singing, Kumbaya, my Lord. Give a little bit. Kumbaya. No, 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 no. I, listen, I, 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 can get, I can get real with you because we family like this, and, and you, you, you can't judge me, right? About, you can't do that, all right? I, I, I sometimes show my love by not choking them out. Oh, I ain't lying. Don't look at me like that. I show them love sometimes by not posting what I know. And what I read on yours is a lie. I show them love by standing in this pulpit even when I feel wore out and worn down and taken advantage of and I got to keep on because it, it's got more than just my personal life. It's every area aspect. It's like, really, you mean I did all that and worked all this and put all this and then you did that and you didn't even have to show up? You didn't even bother to show up? You mean I, I can barely pay my bills but you think the church should do this and if we didn't do that, then you think that we're a bad people? You're a Christian. See, I don't want you to get twisted and think, well, it's all lovey-dovey, butterfly. No, I'm going to speak the truth in love. And sometimes I show the world the love of Christ by not being that bad guy. You all right? That's why if I go to Walmart this time of year, well, really any time here, it's like super early in the morning. I mean like before 5 a.m., kind of early. <laughs> Some strange folk in there that early. I'm in there, so I know it. I show them. I show them. Now, I, I got your attention with that, but because and I'm being real and transparent, but I, I also show, I would, yes, we were blessed to have a, a couple kids in there, right? We get that. We know. We, 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 we truly know. We didn't have change dirty diaper. We didn't have one puke on us. We didn't have one cry unconditionally and flink snot on us. We didn't have none of them trying to eat boogers. We didn't have them picking out their diaper. We didn't have nothing. Most of them were snoozing. And, and Noah, we just had to keep busy. I, I, I get it. But, but, but listen to me. Any chance I get to serve in every area of this church, I'm going to serve. Do you know why? Because I want to show you. I don't want to tell you. You know why I show up every Saturday and paint that building? And for a good part of it yesterday, it was just Bradley and I. I don't do it to make you feel bad. I don't bring it up to make you feel bad. You know why? I want to show you. I'm not going to ask you to do anything that I'm not willing to do myself. You see, we, we come to a place where we expect everybody to know that we're a Christian. Don't you know that I'm a Christian? Look at this. I don't drink and I don't chew and I don't smoke and I don't run with those that do. I'm dignified. Maybe in the time gone by that would have passed for a little while. That won't work anymore. James says, hey, put your faith where your mouth is. Pick up a paintbrush. Pick up a piece of trash. Change a diaper. 
buy somebody's meal. Buy an extra cup of this or an extra bag of that. Give it. Do something. And the reason we struggle with this is because we truly have never really experienced it. But if you've ever experienced how blessed you are and how graceful God is to you and how when you didn't think there was enough oil and you didn't think there was enough flour and you didn't know how you was going to pay your power bill and God said, I'll show you. I, I, can't, I cannot tell you how many weeks it has been that I'm making tents. I cannot tell you that. I don't know how or where it's going to come from. You look at our account, it'll, it will add you a laugh, man. Or Heath or somebody will hit me up and say, hey, hey, can you, give me, can you help me today? We've got a job over here. Can you help me with that? And it'd be just enough to make sure that it's taken care of whatever that was. And he had no idea or they had no idea. I don't just, exp- I don't just experience, I express. You've got you, you to show. And the thing is, you've got to share. You've got to share. Oh, I know we live in a world that says get yours and protect yours and build big walls and live in gated communities and keep everybody out, man. I understand that. And my house is my sanctuary, yes. I get you got to have safe places. I get that. Man, but you've got to share your life. You are not saved to your own. You were bought with a price. You've been saved, hey, you've been saved to serve. Not sit soaking sour, but to serve. I know you look good or you think you look good. But he didn't save you because you look good, smell good, or act good. He saved you so you'd serve him. He's put this love on you so that you bring that love in. You can't help but express that love. Even in your weak moments, you're reminded through the power of the Holy Ghost and his word or a song or a person. It'll remind you that, listen, love, that's what you need. It may not be what you want. It may not be what you want to do, but it's what you need. It's to love. It's to love everybody. Paul would write, I'm done, Paul would write, this kind of love he's talking about is patient and it's kind and it's not selfish, it's not rude, it's not boastful, it's not easily angered, uh, it's, not, it's not jealous, it's not envious, it's, it, 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 it doesn't insist on its own way, it gives, it never, it never quits, it, it, persevere, it perseveres, it, it goes on. This is the kind of love he's talking about you and I got to express to this world, giving and receiving. Giving and receiving. Why is it so important that we do that? Come play me down. Why is it important that we do that? All throughout God's Bible, he promises, remember I said he would empower us? He promises us that he would bless us as we bless others. Said all different kind of ways. More blessed to give than it is to receive. I mean, so, 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 so many, seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things I'll add. I mean, so many different ways. Press, shaking, I mean, running over, give me the fish, give me the, I mean, all throughout the Bible, give me the widow's might, give me, give me. It's all about, hey, I've given this love to you. I've given you this life. Now, what I want you to do with this life is express that life, to share that life, to show that life, to love everybody around you, to be patient and to be kind and not easily provoked. And I, I, want, you, I want you to be sacrificial. I want you to give wine. Why is this so important that you and I, because he talks about his presence. You want to you stay in his presence? Then stay in his love. Express his love. Hey, you want to you find peace that passes all understanding? Learn to experience this love and express this love. It is crazy how quick you can get over yourself or your situation by focusing on someone else and helping them. Where do you think that come from? That's the love in and through you that flows in and through you. You can't bottle it up. And he said, I'll give you provision. I love it. I love, I love, this is not original. Levi Lesko said this. He said, he goes, when we talk about giving of your time, your talent, and treasure, especially when you talk about that treasure, and you talk about giving, you say, listen, we, we've heard it all. God, if you, God doesn't need my treasure. God doesn't need my time. He doesn't need my talent. No, not really. But you need his blessing. I love everybody in spirit and in truth and I know it might be socks and underwear it might be a pair of work gloves so often we do not know how to appreciate those kind of things until we don't have them could it be the reason that you don't have is because you've not experienced 
And if you've experienced that love, the reason that it's so hard for you to express it is because it's been so long since you have actually given. I'm not talking about money. and I'm, 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 talking, about the, I'm talking about the total. I'm talking about yourself. I, I, I give myself to you, Lord. I'm here. And I know you don't see yourself. I know you don't see yourself that way, but man, I'm telling you, he loves you. Won't you stand with me, please? I taught our students Wednesday night. I taught our students Wednesday night. It's, it's crazy how we're taught and we're taught and we sing about how we are to adore him. Come let us adore him. But he flips a script on us. He wants us to worship him. He wants us to, to adore him. Yeah, but the thing is, if you really, really read your Bible, man, he adores us. He loves you. And I, I know it's hard sometimes to understand this. I know it's hard to even express this. But he loves everybody. Even the ones you think don't deserve that love. He loves them. Even the ones that you feel like it's so hard. This is the season of giving and receiving. I can promise you it is more blessed, it is fun, it is liberating, it is freeing, it is, it is, it is, it is, it is awesome, man. It is, it is just incredible to give, to lose yourself in helping somebody else. To, yes, to take that moment and go, you mean I got to keep taking this? You mean here we go again? Yeah, I mean, yeah, I understand that. I understand that life's full of that. I understand that. You and I have been called to be above that. pray that we show this world and we share with this world the love of Christ. I told you, only thing I, they can criticize, you can criticize me for what I believe all day long and twice on Sunday, every day, all day, and twice on Sunday, you can criticize me for what I believe and how I preach. But I want to be famous for my compassion and my generosity. When it's all said and done, he give himself away. He loved like Christ love the church so this Christmas season there might be socks and underwear but again it may be just what you need let's pray Father thank you for our time together this morning thank you for the spirit thank you Father for him and his presence in this place today thank you for your word thank you for giving thank you for loving us first God help us to not just be a place of deposit but also a place a place of withdrawal that we can give out that which we take in. And we've sat here this morning and we've listened to good music, talented individuals through the power of your spirit sing. And we have, we, have, we, have, we have done our best to worship you. We've heard the word. We've gotten fat on your word. You, we, we, we love you. We know that you love us. But God, help us as we say amen in a few moments as we leave this place that we will truly take note in our heart. It's not just about the experience that we have, but expressing that, extending that love to the world around us. If there's one here this morning, Father, I pray that does not know you, my request is that they would come to know you. If they would hear my voice, they would sense your presence. If there are those that are struggling here this morning, that their family is, is struggling or they're they have a sickness or whatever it may be. There's a need, there's a burden, God. I pray that they would bring that to you. Every head bowed, every eye closed. In this place this morning, I, I, I never, ever make the mistake of believing because you're here that you were saved or just because you tune in or are listening that you're saved. So if you're not sure that you've met Christ and really embraced and experienced that love, the Bible's clear. It's really simple. It's really simple. It's not easy because you gotta, you gotta, you gotta give up every. You gotta deny yourself. It's simple. It's, it's not easy. But I'm, I'm gonna tell you how simple it is. You just gotta, from your heart, say Jesus. For there's no other name, Jesus. If you wanna be saved, you gotta say Jesus. Save me. Forgive me. I give you my life right now. Thank you for giving your life for me. Though I don't understand everything. From this day forward, I want you to teach me and to lead me. In Jesus' name. Nobody looking around. Hey, if you're listening, will you message us, please? Will you let us know? If you're here this morning on the count of three, will you raise your hand if you ask Christ to save you and forgive you and to lead your life? One, two, three. That would be me. Say, I, I pray. I receive. I believe. I want him to lead. Amen. 
Maybe you're here and you have a need or a burden and you say, I want to bring it to the altar. Our altar will be open for a few moments. We want you absolutely to come. Thad, will you lead us, please? Just a moment longer and we'll let you go. If you have need, here's the altar. Won't you come?